We never have to put anyone else's business down to make our business grow. I know it can be triggering for people because people see other people making money, selling about money. And if our wealth consciousness is off at all, and if we don't understand the value in that, and we're not having people buy our things like that, we can look outwardly and project. But we have to understand that bringing someone else's business down and trying to like tear people apart will never be the best marketing plan. So if that's your marketing plan, we need a new one. This is Nicole Sylvester, and you are now listening to Miracle Minded, the podcast, a space for feminine leadership, embodied business, and money as a spiritual practice. This is a safe space to celebrate your bigness, your magnificence, and your mission. Prepare to be expanded. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. We are back, a Miracle Minded Podcast. I'm Nicole Sylvester. And you know, I am finally recording this podcast. It has been on my heart to record for months because this is something that I've been moving through this year. But it's good because I waited. And in waiting, there was even more evidence, more stories, more refinement that unfolded. So all in great time. It is the perfect time to share. What I'm going to share with you is a behind-the-scenes look at some of my heartbreak this year, some of my triumphs, like, look at your emotional intelligence. You are advancing. You are growing. You are evolving. High five to myself. Those kind of moments, like, looking at how we navigate relationships, how we deal with relationships is such an indication of who we're really being, if we're honoring ourselves, if we feel safe to speak our truth, if we feel safe to ask for what we need, if we feel safe to say, this isn't working for me anymore. And can we have the most courageous, uncomfortable conversations for the sake of all of our liberation? So that is what we're going to go into I have gone through a unconscious uncoupling, or excuse me, a conscious uncoupling, (laughs) a conscious uncoupling. And yeah, I realized that we can have those with friends. I went through a very abrupt, painful, unexpected, rip my heart out, grieving kind of friend breakup early in the year. And it was intense. I'm going to talk to to you about that. I also have had these moments of really clear communication, moments where it could have been a make or break situation with friends. And we made it because we were both willing. So we're going to talk about all of that. Now, before I go into this, there's a few things that I have to remind you of. Number one, my upcoming live event is like literally feeling like it's around the corner. Miracle-minded two-day immersion. This event is the event that a, it's the only live event that you can just come to with me for like this price point. And really, it's a live event where we go really deep. So in this two-day experience that's coming up, there's going to be subconscious reprogramming to really get into the root of some of your beliefs and to start to drop the seeds and send the ripples of unconditional love, unconditional faith. And really seeing yourself in your divine identity and your personal power. There's going to be spiritual energetic process that really helps you crack open. And in this, you can expect different modalities of meditation, breath work, movement, sound, all the things. And there's strong themes of self-worth and wealth consciousness. I want you to understand your one-of-oneness, your rareness, your power, and I want you to be rich in doing so. And when I talk about women getting rich, it's not the kind of rich that you have to do all these things to make money and basically trade your time, energy, soul just for chasing a number. No, 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 no. When I talk about you being rich, I want you to be rich in a way that lights your soul up. Rich in a way that feels like, damn, my life is good. I can't believe this is my life. That you get to do the things that light you up, that change the dynamic for you and your family. We are going into all of this. My friend Marie Claire is joining me for the Wealth Consciousness Conversation on day two. Her and I have been friends for 
a while now. And we are just like, when it comes to wealth consciousness and saying yes to more, we're constantly evolving. We're constantly investing in ourselves and we're constantly having the, the honest conversations about this work. So I can't wait to bring the next level conversation between us and from her to you. So there's a lot planned. There are tickets that are left, but this is an intimate event. So I do expect that it's going to sell out by sometime in September. So the event is happening October 14th and 15th, and I'm giving away one more set of tickets for this podcast, and that's happening on September 5th. So if you feel like, I would love to go with a friend, I would love to do this work with a friend, speaking of the, like what we're talking about today, it's the friends that we continue to grow with that we grow through life with. Because what happens is if we're continuously growing, at some point, we no longer resonate with some people. And it's not anybody's fault. It's just, it's just energetic reality. But when we're growing with friends together and both people are in that space of I'm growing, I'm becoming better, I'm becoming more transparent, I'm becoming more authentic, I'm becoming more willing. That says something. So I'm giving away two tickets. I want it to be for you and a friend, you and your mama, you and your loved one. Just this is going to happen on September 5th. So the last round, I gave away a ticket set on August 15th and Freedom was the winner. I announced it on my Instagram. So this winner is going to be announced September 5th at about 7 p.m. Pacific. So here's the deal. All you have to do is subscribe to this podcast. Leave your review. Just leave your honest review. Screenshot your review once you leave it and send it to support at NicoleSylvester.com. By the way, all of these instructions, there's only like three steps. They're all in the notes. Once you do that, just share your favorite episode on Instagram or Facebook and tag me. If you do those things, you just leave the review, send the review over to my team, share your favorite episode and tag me, you are in the running for this set of tickets. Now, that being said, I decided, like I keep deciding, there's going to be these really special moments. Like I'm getting insights of what I want to say, what I want to teach. And that's how I, that's how I lead. I don't plan things deeply minute by minute in advance because I allow myself to be used by this infinite intelligence. Like what does this room need? Everyone that's bought tickets, there's this, there's a field that's created. And in that there's an activation. Every person that's coming has their own unique prayers the messages on their heart, their desires, and all of that is felt by me. So I allow myself to be an open channel to show up and deliver whatever's needed. So that's how we do this. And I'm just so excited to see what comes. Now, let's get into navigating friend breakups, shall we? So let's go to the most painful one first shall we like I'm just feeling called to go to the in my notes here I wrote like a little post-it so that I can make sure that I stay on track with everything I want to share for you and I put abrupt and painful (laughs) so when I really think of it though it felt abrupt but if I look at the last year it wasn't really abrupt it was that it was very abrupt that I decided to look at it and to be honest about it, and to speak my truth clearly. Because when I look at the year before, there was all sorts of things where I was just like, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel aligned. This doesn't feel like we're connected here. This was a friendship that I had had for 16 years at the time. Like literally, this friendship was formed when I had Chanel, and it was really... It was even shocking to most people that we had remained friends and grown and evolved through everything that we've been through. Like, this was the friend that was with me through, you know, the stuff you read in O-Shift, which is definitely not who I am anymore, right? But the fact that we both evolved, we both really leaned into our spiritual journey at the same time, there was all of this evolution But there was something about 
this year. And energetically, it's like, you know, we are protected and there's things that happen to support our soul's evolution. It doesn't make sense to our ego. It can also be something that we just, you know, the human within us just resist it. But one thing about me is I know to trust it. Like I'm at the stage in my life where I just trust. I'm like, okay, I have to trust that there's something that's unfolding here. So I didn't necessarily go to create a breakup, so to speak. But there was an incident where it became like a stack of incidents over a period of time. And I finally just had to say, here is what I'm noticing. Here is what I'm feeling. And this is what's going on from my perspective. And it was not well received. It was not even received in the sense of let's have a conversation about this. It was just shut down. Now in this moment, I don't know if you ever felt like this. From this current awareness, I had to notice a lot of things about myself. I noticed that in the past, I would be the person that I would fix this because I would make it that I was wrong. Meaning, if I said something and it was not received, it was not even open for discussion, I would think, well, I must be the wrong one here. How can I make this right? And I could feel that part of me. And I was like, oh, I remember I used to do this with men. I remember I used to do this with people. I remember I would do this with my family. And I was just not available to fully be in that space. What I did do after there was no willingness for this like deeper communication on a heart level, I examined what is it here that I need to take responsibility for? Is there something that I could have done differently? And I was like, hmm, I could have done this differently. I could have done that differently. But still, what I needed to say about how I was feeling and what was going on time after time needed to be addressed. And if me addressing that was a deal breaker, then it's a deal breaker for the friendship. So time had passed. And of course, I was, I was feeling all sorts of things. I was just like, am I not seeing it here? Am I missing something here? Did I say something that was wrong? But I was like, no, I wasn't mean. I didn't say anything out of character. I just spoke my truth. And my truth was not fun. But it was what had unfolded. It is what has been happening. So in this, I, I took time. And then there was a period, maybe a month later, where I really wanted to make sure that my ego was not leading. And, you know, we could both be stubborn. So knowing that pattern, I was like, I'm going to reach out. And when I reach out, I'm going to reach out in a sense where, you know, there's this level of communication where we can, uh, you know, people, some people call it the sandwich where you're like, let's speak about what's really good. Let's lead with love. And then let's put the part where we're like, this needs to be worked on. And then you end it with love. And that's what I did. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get my ego aside. Like this relationship has been a pillar in my life for so long. I can't believe that we're at this place, like it's so unexpected, let me write this like message. So I wrote that message with love and I shared, still, these are things that we need to speak about. And one thing I was really clear on, which was a theme in our first sort of like breaking apart, was that friendships and all relationships in my life need to have space for big, real emotion. It cannot just be surface. It cannot just be meeting at comfort zone. It has to be if something real is coming up and something real is inappropriate, if something real is hurtful, we need to have space so that we can talk about it. That is truly a container for evolution, growth, and safety. So there's that. I sent this message. Nothing. Nothing. So at that point, 
it was like maybe 60 days in, two months or something in from the initial breaking apart. And my hurt, my heart was so hurt. Like I was hurt. This was like moving through January into March. I was hurting. And I would have moments, like it wasn't like I'm hurting every moment of every day. It wasn't like that. It was more so, it was a theme. It was there. I remember going on a few road trips at the time. I was going to Palm Springs. I went to, where else did I go? Tahoe. I went to a bunch of places, but I love road trips. And the reason I love road trips is because I get into that trance and I feel the things. And I was on these road trips I would just start crying, like sobbing, ugly crying. And I was just allowing myself to process the emotion. You know, this was a 16-year relationship. And, you know, I don't have a close relationship with my family. So to me, I considered this person family. And it was devastating to my, to my you know, heart. <laughs> to my ego. I was just like, how could we be breaking up? How could we be ending over this? Like, this is not something that ends a friendship. This is supposed to be a conversation where we have a conversation and we move closer. Like, we move through this. But we're different people and we have different feelings and we have different standards in relationships and we have different desires and we have different ways of dealing with things. And it was over time where the crying and the sadness and the heaviness just started to come and happen less and less and less. And I continued to trust that life is making space, that I have a lot of prayers on my heart. I showed up to invest in myself so big this year. I am like declaring that I'm willing to be all that I'm meant to be in this lifetime and life will clear what is not a match for that. Even if you want it to be a match. And this is so important because I feel that a lot of women are unwilling to let things go. They fight and they fight and fight for them. I know that I could have made this friendship right. Like if I wanted to fix it, let's say, I could have been into more of a chase energy. I could have probably sent flowers. I could have done all these stuff. But like I didn't do anything wrong. I wasn't going to abandon myself. Like why am I going to do that? Because you're not available to have conversations and like have depth and to really meet me in it. No. So, so many times we're like bending over backwards to fix, fix things that are not our things to fix versus just recognizing like, wow, what's here is not really friendship anymore, but there is a lot of memories. There is a lot of nostalgia. There is a lot of comfort. And that was very fascinating to witness. And it was challenging. So I've grown through this part so much. Like it's just been, it's been wow. It's been a really wow situation for me. So that has been a thing. Now, the interesting thing is as time was moving on, like this friend's birthday passed and I thought about her. Um, it was the first birthday I had where I didn't hear from her. It was just little interesting things. I was like, this is like a real breakup. But this has happened to me many times over the years where something heals in consciousness. And I talk about this with clients that there was a day where I had a dream and it was like way after it was like six, seven months after, but I had this dream that I saw her and that I spoke my piece and that when I woke up in that dream, it was like all things were cleared. All things were cleared. I didn't have the grief. It was like a chapter had closed. And it was really profound. It was really healing. It was really beautiful. And, you know, who knows what the future brings in terms of conversations or things like that. But to me, I have a very high standard of friendship because I really need intimacy in my relationships. So I meet myself with such intimacy, such willingness, such depth, such care. And because of that, if you're in my inner circle, you have to meet me that way as well. Or it's just not worth my time. 
because it's something that I require. So we all have different standards for relationships. Some people like to collect many, many, many friends and they like to just like just play in that realm. That's okay. But we have to know who we are and how we operate and what makes us feel really like beautiful inside and everything feels really activated. That's the way I like to operate. So in that same sense, there are many women that I'm getting to know and that I've opened my heart. Interestingly enough, when I entered this year, I joined two communities that were very community like in the forefront. And I didn't just say like, everybody in this community, let's have lunch. Everybody in this community, let's get on a call. That's how I was like five years ago. That's not who I am anymore. So I always say to people, like, I'm not a networker because I just, that phase of my life is over. I like to really be inward. I need a lot of time for processing. If you all know my story, there's a lot that I'm moving through always. Like I'm, I'm constantly in the space of like, what do I want to do for my community? What do I want to do for myself? How can I reconnect? How can Chanel and I like go deeper in our relationship? And, you know, I look at even with me and my niece, like we are all creating new patterns for our family. I'm literally upgrading DNA here. In this, it's like I know that I've just learned this about me. I need more space than maybe the average person. And we're all built differently. So just knowing my design, my gene keys, all the things, that's just how I am. So I've, I've come to own this and it's been really liberating. And I tell people just straight up like, Oh, that sounds really nice, but I just, I don't have the capacity for that right now. And you know, my life's purpose and work and mission in this season is to support and mentor women and to help them see things differently. And that brings me great fulfillment. So I really reserve a lot of time and space for those relationships. And yeah, the relationships that pay to be in relationship, but yes, because it's one of my gifts. So I make space for that. And I think it's so important that we recognize for women that are deeply feeling women, highly sensitive women, but also have a calling that takes them external for things that we have to know what our containers are and what our capacity is. Like, it's really important. So let's talk about the conscious uncoupling, the conscious friendship uncoupling that I had. This was interesting. I believe this happened... I want to say that this happened in November or December. Maybe it was a different time, but I'm, I'm thinking it was then. So I had a friend that I had been building a friendship with for about two years. And over the last year of our friendship building, we had become more close. So it got to the point of like sending voice notes back and forth checking in with each other, updating each other on really intimate things, getting together for coffee, all this stuff. We even talked about collaborating at one point. Like we were building a beautiful friendship. And it got to the point where she had started posting really aggressive things on the internet about the coaching industry and people that teach about money, like consciousness. And, you know, at first they were rubbing me the wrong way, but I was checking in with myself, like, what is this that you have going on? What is this trigger about? You know, I'm, I'm the kind of person that I'll look inward first. So there's some people that are unavailable for that. I'm that person. Like I'll look inward and ask, what do I need to see here? Because I want to grow. I want to evolve. I want to break through. And in that I was looking, so I felt the things. I didn't say anything. I just... You know, I'm like, she's on her mission. This is what she's doing. And then there was a day where she posted something and she said, if anyone says that they can heal your money traumas in six weeks, this is a big fat lie. And I was just like, hmm, I have a six week money course. Like, that's aggressive. So I reached out to her and I was like, hi. You know, I just noticed your post and I've noticed a couple of your posts. And of course, you know, my work is more than my work. It's my life's like mission. And I help women in in a six week course. So for you to call these things big fat lies, which is already very aggressive 
communication. It's very aggressive language. Like, I don't say big fat lie. Like, I, I understand the energy of that. It just feels ugh, in my body. So anyway, I was just like, what is this about? I got curious. She shared that that's where she stands and she is a whistleblower for the industry and she thinks that people shouldn't say things like this. You can't heal anything in six weeks. And I just got a bit more curious and I asked her, are you familiar with transcendence? Do you understand what it's like to have one of these pivotal spiritual moments where in an instant everything is different? Because this is what I have experienced again and again and again in my own relationship. And I told her, we can also have openings within six weeks. We can have an incredible opening that shapeshifts everything in six weeks. So anyway, she wasn't going for it. She wasn't open for it. She was like, nope, this is how I feel. So then I asked her, well, let's just be clear. Do you support me in my work or no? And she said, well, I'm getting to know you and your work. I can't quite say. And I, I said, okay. So I feel like we're at one of these places. And if we were dating right now, I would have to say that our values are different. And this isn't going to work. Like we do that with dating. At least I do that with dating. I'm like, oh, our values are very different. This would not work. Could we force something? Yeah. Would it be of our highest good? No. So why would we? And this is what we have to understand. I feel we can do the same thing with friendships. So that's what I said. I said, we're at that place. Our values are too different. If you feel this, like, this is my work. I'm not interested in continuing to do lunches and things, you know. So she was very kind. I was kind. We continue to wish each other well after that because the thing is like I do love her. I have love for her and I will not be in the same space with people that are speaking the gospel of your work is a lie. Your work doesn't work. Don't tell me that my work does not work when I have hundreds of women that have had incredible breakthroughs. Just because you've never experienced it and now you're looking at the industry and calling people that teach about wealth consciousness liars, hell no. That's not going to happen in my space. You can have an opinion, but I'm not going to be in a close relationship with you anymore. That's how I felt. So we had a conscious uncoupling. And it was so interesting because when we had the conversation, the conversation went on throughout the day. We were sending voice notes. We had a phone call. You know, we both are emotionally intelligent in that sense. So we were both kind and aware and willing. And we both held on to what we felt was true. The other thing is that I spoke to her and I'll share it here. We never have to put anyone else's business down to make our business grow. I know it can be triggering for people because people see other people making money, selling about money. And if our wealth consciousness is off at all, and if we don't understand the value in that, and we're not having people buy our things like that, we can look outwardly and project. But we have to understand that bringing someone else's business down and trying to like tear people apart will never be the best marketing plan. So if that's your marketing plan... We need a new one. So in that moment, I had a higher standard about the way that the friends that I have, people that I would meet for lunch, people that are in my text and things like that, how they show up. Like we need to show up and support other people. We need to show up and be a beacon of possibility. If you're a whistleblower, fine. But if you're whistleblowing against me (laughs) in my industry and then saying, well, this isn't really about you. It's just about everyone else that does that. That does not feel in alignment with how I want to show up in the world. And it just doesn't feel good in my body. So I had to trust that. So it was hard. It was sad. And I was also proud of myself because I remember that conversation ending. It had gone through the day, as I mentioned, and it was nighttime. I was sitting on the edge of my bed and 
we just wished each other well and, you know, said all the things, all the pleasantries. And I just got up from my bed feeling like proud of who I am right now. I'm proud of how I handled this. I'm proud of how I honor myself and how I stick up for my work and how I'm not available for these kinds of things. And as I go into my living room, I go out onto the patio just to take like a deep breath and kind of be there and like look at the water. And there's a freaking owl. I had never seen an owl in real life. <laughs> like I've never seen an owl in real life. But the fact that there was an owl on the tree in front of my patio in Marina Del Rey, which is essentially a Los Angeles beach city. LAX is right there. Like, you know, like I could see planes taking off and everything four miles away. There's always police helicopters and crazy shit because it's the city. The fact that there was an owl right there and it was doing that head thing that if you've never seen, it's hilarious and also a little freaks me out (laughs) where it's like bobbing its head trying to see where you are. So if you know about owls, I I had started doing research on them after that. They, um, They cannot see like depths and dimensions. So they have to move their head in all these situations to to see like your distance and how tall you are and how big you are, all the things. But it was so interesting, but I knew it was an omen of some sort. So I Googled and when I looked at what the owl meant, I was like, wow, that was a sign from spirit. Like this is like you are on the right path. So that was that. And that had given me a lot of courage. And then over time, even though it was hard and it felt sad in that moment, I was like, this was such the right move. This was such the right move. So finally, into the lighter, the lighter situations. The friends where we had make it or break it moments where like a boundary was crossed or something was off. And we dug in and it got better. So I'll give you an example. I have a friend that I've been building a new friendship with. We're in a similar community. And I was just like, I like this woman. I like what she's about. I want to go deeper with her, right? It's just like dating. It's literally just like dating. So we had been going deeper. And we've gotten to the place of like being on trips together and, and going out together and having these fabulous times. And then when there's this more intimacy Meaning like we're on the day-to-day, like a text will come through or life updates will come through. There was something that I decided to share with her. And it was a a vulnerable share in the sense that I wouldn't just hop on Instagram and share it because it's something that I still would protect the energy around it. I wasn't quite ready to share with the world, but it was something that I was willing to share with the people closest to me. So she had texted me that day and I decided to give her an update And when I gave her the update, I was just sharing an update. She responded and she said, and she said a bunch of things, but really she was trying to figure out why I was doing it. And then she shared some advice with me. And I was like, I don't know. It just didn't sit right. She was like, why don't you do this instead? What about this? And one thing I'm really clear on is I don't want any feedback or guidance unless I specifically ask someone for it. Because, you know, the friends in my life, like, that's just how we are. We're here to hold space. I understand that each of us are on our own paths. I don't know what's best for you. I could project and say I know, but I really don't. I'm here to help all people in my life hold space for them while they go on their one-of-a-kind journey. And I think that's so beautiful for us to do that. And then there's times where it's like, help me. I can't see something here. What do I need? And then in that moment, I'll ask the right people, whether it's my mentors that I'm investing in, uh, close friends, etc. So anyway, back to the friend. I shared the vulnerable thing. And then she responded with trying to fix it, trying to help me. And it didn't sit right. But I didn't want to really say anything immediately about it. Like, it was just like it, it, it was landing. So I responded and said, I know that we're just getting to know each other. And I can tell you're trying to figure out the logic here. Just know that I don't do much based on logic. <laughs> so that was that. And then I could feel the feeling was still present throughout the day. So I decided to have what some people call a carefrontation. Not a confrontation, but a carefrontation. 
And I just said, hey, something along these lines. I really love that we're building a friendship. And because I care about me, I care about you, and I care about us in this dynamic, I just want to share that when I shared the thing with you earlier, it didn't feel good when you responded trying to fix it. And I know it probably wasn't even intentional, but it's so important because we as women are learning to trust the callings of our heart. And when people try to fix it and make sense of it and question it, whether intentional or unintentional, it muddies the water. And this is so big. So she could have been like, I'm not even responding to her. This is awkward. Or forget her reaching out to me like this. I didn't even mean that. Or she could have done what she did because we're both (laughs) women that are doing the work. She was like, oh my goodness. I didn't even mean to do that. Like, Like, I'm thinking, where else do I even do that? And, like, I just want you to feel safe with me and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then I, you know, we were going back and forth and I was like, I'm an open book. You can ask me anything that you're, like, want to ask me. But if I'm sharing from that space, like, I sometimes just want to be received or we're just sharing to update each other. If I'm saying I'm going to go do A, I don't want you to say, well, why don't you go do D? Like, that doesn't feel good to me. And so it's just so important that we, as we're building our friendships, we get to know, like, it feels really good when. It actually doesn't feel good when. You know, when you do that thing, it makes me feel like this. And I have this kind of experience. This is the way I experience. Like, what is your experience? It's so good to speak about all these things. And there's going to be people that are not available for friendship the way that you desire friendship. And it's the same thing with love relationships. There's going to be people that are unavailable to give you what you need in a love relationship. But here's where we go wrong. And here's where we need to break the pattern collectively. When people are like, that's not what I'm available for. I can't give you that right now. We're like, that's okay. I'll abandon myself here. That's okay. I need a friend. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep going. That's okay. I need sex right now. I'm horny. I'm in my sexual prime. I'm going to be okay with this. <laughs> That's okay. I, I'd rather not be alone. I'll abandon myself, even though our values are very different. I'll pretend that I don't have values. This is the thing, my friends. So this is deep. This is important. Like this is revolutionary, but it takes you living with emotional intelligence and self-trust and self-worth. And these are the kind of things that really are important for when we're doing the deep work. Like I think of private mentorship, for instance. Why is a long-term private mentorship so important? Because you're doing the constant refinement of who you're being. That's why I love courses. They're fun. They're great. They're lifetime, they're lifetime work. They're lifetime things that you can continue to replay and replay. But when we become the women that are like, I'm ready to totally revolutionize my life. I'm totally ready to to face my shadows. I'm ready to really activate my my light and my life. The longer term mentorship is where we really get into that. Private mentorship. Or even private is like the ultimate. But then there's also the mentorship, like something like the Maricorum, for instance. There's women that have... They're with me for a year. We're doing so much together. We have the monthly mentorship calls. They have mentorship Q&As in every one of the programs that I create, pretty much. So it's like they have access to say, here's what's going on. They can drop it in the Miracle Realm group, let me know that they're moving through a thing. I've watched the emotional intelligence of so many of the women and their husbands speaking about money, speaking about their needs, speaking about their mission, the way they navigate clients, the way they navigate their pricing, All of this has to do with the conversations I just shared with you. To be able to be a woman that holds yourself in a way that you know what's for you, you know what's not for you, and you're willing to do what's necessary on the path to honor yourself so deeply, that's the path to being your rich woman, your wealthy woman, your activated woman, your fulfilled, radiant woman. Otherwise, we accept way too much. 
So in private mentorship, what I really love about this is we're really getting vulnerable and we really get to hold space because there's Voxer, there's private calls, you have access to all the programs, there's this shape-shifting that's refining, refining, refining. So this is why even for me, I love having so much mentorship in my life, but also I've been loving and I'm loving it more and more is longer term commitments from the women that are in my world. And of course, women can come and do a one-time masterclass one day, like something like money medicine, for instance. There's seasons for that. And then there's the season of like, I'm going to open myself up fully and I want to see what's here. And let's do the deeper surgery, the surgery on my soul. Let's do the deeper surgery on my wounds. Like, let's really do this. And that's important. The thing we have to remember, too, is so much of these dynamics help us be the most empowered CEO that runs a big enterprise. And if we want to have something that's global, if we want to have something that holds hundreds of clients at one time, if we want to be able to hold millions of dollars and deal with all the dynamics that come with being a wealthy woman, the people that will need the, you know, the energetics of those things. It requires us to be clear, have boundaries, and have standards. So this is something that's constantly going on. And if we're just looking for our mentors to give us strategy and tell me how to do this, that's not it. It's opening up to see how you've been doing things and continuously, consciously rewiring and refining. So for instance, I'm going to give you one more example. Right now, we have soul authority going on. We also have journey to $100,000 and beyond. And then these are all going on and the miracle realm has access to both. So one was like a $2,222 program. The other one is a program that you could invest in for $555 a month times five or $2,200 paid in full. The women get all of these for their one price of miracle realm. And they're getting their monthly mentorship calls with me. So it's just the women of the miracle realm hopping in and getting all they need from me. So we're looking at the things that are going on in their doubts, in their business, in their boundaries, with their, you know, vision of their life, with their strategies, with their uh, client situations. We're looking at all of those things and we're really refining and there's going to be all the things that happen, like the little master classes, such as money medicine, and then we did full body, yes. All these things are also included. So it's crazy because you literally are getting so much more than you actually pay for. And then, of course, the mentorship calls in themselves are just next level. This continuous community, what I've seen with these women, are the way they're showing up for everyday life situations in a different state of being. And one of the women in my mastermind asked the other day, she asked me to break down timelines and like, can you explain what it's like to like get on another timeline? And basically she was like, I, in another word, she was like, I don't like this timeline. <laughs> I'm, I want to see how I can get to another more delightful, prosperous, pleasurable timeline. Cause I'm, she was going through some things. And what I said in short is your state of being and the person you're being determines your timeline. It's the subtleties. It's so subtle. It's not like, I'm going to say this mantra a hundred times. I'm going to fix this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to try to be this person. It's like literally who you're being in your authentic state of being. And then as you refine it, your timeline changes. Who you're available for, how you're available, the money you make, the money you hold, the downloads that come through, all of these things shift based on who you're being. So all of this shifts when we're consistently doing the thing, not jumping in and out of conversation. So it's really important. It's really big. And right now, what I want to share with you, just for anyone that's like, you know what? I really want to do the deeper work. I want to be in the more consistent conversation. I want to open up my heart and look at who I've been being and open up to who all I can become. If you're that person and this is something that you feel called to, I want to share a little clip with you. The women in Miracle Realm are having these really beautiful breakthroughs and their commitment is there. They're showing up for the things and I'm providing so much for them to like really dig into the education, the, the modules, 
the somatic work, the subconscious reprogramming, like it's all in there. So we're digging in and here's a clip from a recent conversation we had. I want to share with you. This has been the best decision I ever made. I'm like, oh my God, I think, yeah, the universe guided me to do the right thing. It's just been amazing. And it's more so it's just not for me. I've been able to help my kids. Like I had shared about my son and it's like, it's transforming generations. It's not just helping me. It's my kids, their kids, their kids. So, um, it's just been amazing that I can show up for my family and my kids differently and show them a different way and just end that karmic cycle of lack. Yes. Oh my God. I love to see that. And when you look at it, when you even say it that way, it's like the investment can seem a lot for some people, but then when you put it that way, you're like, it's priceless. It's like, Oh my God, this is a gift I'm giving to my future generations. And that's something so beautiful. How? beautiful is that conversation. You know, as someone that is facilitating and creating and doing the things, putting the things together, and then the women come, when I have an opportunity to drop in one-on-one and to really hear what each woman is experiencing, like what it's been like for them, their decision-making process, the things that are breaking through for them, how they view it. Oh my goodness. It was so incredible it was really an honor to do so. So I wanted to share that clip, but I'm going to be sharing more of this in the podcast to come, but I want to put something into motion right now because I'm feeling the fall energy. It's literally August. I don't know about you, but this pumpkin spice stuff is everywhere. And I'm not down with that quite yet. Like I'm like, let's wait for the pumpkin spice until September. How about you? (laughs) Some people are like, bring it. Like it couldn't come fast enough. I am not that person. I'm like, let's let summer be summer and then September into October. Yeah. Nevertheless, I'm feeling that energy. It's like the energy of kids going back to school, organization, structures coming back into place. And then before you know it, it's that year end energy where we're in that reflective time of like, what did this year mean for me? What did I do? What did I lean into? Who have I been? What have I shifted? How have I leaned into the energy that I really want to choose and embody for my life? And this is what I want to talk about. So as we lean into that energy and as we wrap up the month of August, I want to share something that's really amazing. I decided that I am growing the realm, of course, but also I want to do something special for my podcast community only. So you will hear this being talked about here. I am giving you an opportunity to join. And if you join in the month of August into September, you get to save $1,200. So that's $1,200 off whether you join pay in full or choose the payment plan. So either way you pay, you're going to save $1,200 if you do this end of August through September. This is my way of inviting you And knowing that you're on this journey, you're listening to the podcast because growth is important to you. And while I am so honored to be able to share and to be your mentor from afar, I know the results that can happen when you decide to come closer and be in my inner circle of mentorship. Not only are you in this inner circle of mentorship with me, but you also have the community, the community of other women that are saying yes, they're deeply committed, they're not messing around. And that's the kind of thing that's contagious. Not only is it contagious, it shifts your nervous system knowing that you have the support. The thing I want to add that I really love about this that you may not even think about or realize, but you have the Miracle Realm community. But for a year, each Money Miracles Every time that we're doing something, you know, there's some things coming up in the future that I'm not going to announce yet, but I'm excited for them. Soul Authority, 100K Journey, all these things that we do, there's a community in that group. So the opportunity to be in front of other women, to connect with other women, to hear from other women, to share with other women, it is incredible. The possibilities are endless. 
And happening for 12 months consistently is where we really open up to what I call the miracle realm. But, you know, when I say miracle realm, we're opening up to infinite potential. We're opening up to possibility. We're opening our hearts to something that we can possibly imagine, but even beyond what we can imagine. And that's where I want to play. And as this year continues on, the the gospel I'm speaking is of being rich, yet so relaxed, highly paid, and also harmonious. Like these are the things that we're leaning into. So my friends, if this is calling the opportunities below, if you want to watch these videos in full, we are going to be posting them not only on the YouTube, but on the Miracle Realm page. The Miracle Realm page is going through an upgrade right now. Not only is the sales page going through an upgrade, but I am upgrading the onboarding process. So when you join, it's a different process to help you really make the most of our one year of mentorship together. So my friends, I'm going to leave this at that. I really send you so much love. I know that this episode can unlock a lot with what we talked about with friends, communication, being transparent, and ultimately trusting, trusting ourselves, trusting our process, trusting life's mysterious ways. So my friends, blessings, blessings, blessings until next time. And I'm so excited to come just a bit closer with some of you, whether it's at the in-person event, whether it's within Miracle Realm, or whether it is more sessions here, just connecting here on the podcast. We have a lot of cool guests coming up in the fall, all really good things. And for now, I want to remind you to tap into your miracle mind and make decisions from your miraculous self. All things are working in your favor. Trust and believe. Blessings. Until next time. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. It's time for you to shine your light and let your heart be felt by those around you. I don't want you to forget that you are a miracle. If this episode inspired you, please share with someone you love. One simple share can open up a brand new world for someone and you hold the power to spark that. If you haven't already done so, I'd love to have your review on this podcast. Your reviews and ratings of this show mean the world to me. Take a moment to leave your review on iTunes and send a screenshot to my team at support at and we'll send you a gift of gratitude. Until next time, tune into your miraculous nature and lead with your heart. You are needed.